Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting the like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Well, let's crack on with today's first story. Much love guys. Now, today's first story comes from a throwaway account. It does have an update, but wouldn't say it's quite concluded as yet. It's titled My 39 Female Husband, 38 Male fathered a child before we were together and i just found out 14 years later after 12 years of marriage and two children together i received a facebook message yesterday from a woman who told me that she has a 15 year old daughter that my husband has continually denied since her birth the child was produced from a one-night stand and afterwards my spouse did everything he could to not see his child the mother eventually had his parental rights terminated and she moved away for many years. Fast forward to now, my husband has buried this secret as deeply as possible. On the other hand, his daughter is now having some issues and her mother contacted my mother-in-law in January, imploring him to reach out to his daughter, threatening to tell me if he did not. Apparently, they had a 30-minute FaceTime, which he lied about last night until confronted with evidence of her mother provided to me and then he admitted that it was true and then he blocked the account so she could not contact him again. Her mother claimed that she sent the message out of love and concern for her daughter, and I understand that she wants her to have a connection with her biological father, but she blew my entire life up in the process. My husband has lied and lied and lied, even after confronted last night with hard evidence. He eventually admitted to everything, but only when backed into a corner. I asked him to leave the house last night so I could clear my head. The truth is that I can't even look at him right now. I don't think I've ever felt so dumbfounded, hurt, confused, and betrayed all at the same time. My instinct is to call a lawyer to see where I stand, legally and financially, as I'm not sure I can continue this marriage knowing that I might never feel like I can trust him again. My family thinks that I'm being rash because I'm hurting so much, and this is 12-hour-old information. Also, knowing how he abandoned his first child makes me feel disgusted last night he spoke about her as a mistake and a dark secret he was never going to tell us about her existence because he was embarrassed regardless of what happened between he and i there is a teenager out there who shares 25 percent of her genetic material with my beautiful children i don't want that child who did not ask to be born into such a messy situation to be separated from her family forever even if he does not want to see her I'd like my kids to eventually know their half-sister because she deserves to be loved and supported, even if her father cannot. So now I'm left with options and questions, and I don't know how to proceed. Do I start the process to end my marriage, or do I try to keep my family together? When do we tell our small children about their half-sister? Anyone who has experienced this, all advice is welcome. And we'll start in the comments with OK Prune, who says, You're extending so much grace towards that child, and I applaud you. Bottom line is, you will never trust him again. 
keep such a secret for as long as he did is reprehensible. Opie responded saying, we had a great partnership before this. I'm devastated, but I don't want to continue a marriage that was based on lies. He said he was embarrassed since his parental rights had been terminated so many years ago. He felt like she didn't exist. He kept insisting that she was not his child, just a mistake that he made as a dumb kid. There's more background story that will make him look even worse, but it's irrelevant at this point. Just there to further add insult to his character. Lady Shambles says, I found out my ex had a kid a few years into our relationship, from before we were together and he had nothing to do with him. I understandably was upset that he hasn't told me and the implications this could have on our family, inheritance if anything happened to my ex, etc, etc. Years later, in the midst of breaking up, he told me he resented me for reacting how I did and that he was essentially blameless and I made him feel bad and he never truly forgave me. You've got to weigh up if you can move past his lies and if you can come to terms with this girl likely turning up on your doorstep at 18, wanting to know why he wanted nothing to do with her. If she's part of his life, then she's part of yours. Stizzy off the hizzy says, I couldn't be with somebody who was capable of such lies and such deceit. And even when confronted with undeniable evidence, still lies and lies until they literally can't anymore. He has no integrity as a human being. I also couldn't be with someone capable of denying an innocent human being's existence that he was just as responsible for creating, as well as gaslighting a single mother. It's gross. What you decide to do is your decision, but I just don't think a marriage with someone like this is salvageable. Because even if he does a 180 and start owning his shit, I'd never be able to shake the feeling that he'd have never owned it if he weren't backed into a corner to do so. He'd have never owned things on his own accord. He had to be bullied into doing what was right. I'd want to be with someone who wouldn't hesitate to right their wrong. And your husband is simply not that. Sorry you're dealing with this. This is probably above our pay grade. In the meantime, get a shark of a lawyer and get your ducks in a row. I'm not saying you have to act immediately, but at least be wise and informed. Yeah, I know myself, I would struggle to move past that for a couple of reasons. Obviously, the lying and, and keeping this a secret from you all this time. And then, like you say, the way that he's treated his daughter at the same time. Talking about her as a mistake and a dark secret. And I think just personally for myself, there's no way I'd be able to move past that. But OP did come back into the post and says, I had a request to post an update. And interestingly enough, I saw a message today that... He actually posted in the divorce subreddit after all this happened. He deleted it, and it was full of half-truths. This is what's been going on, and will answer some of your questions. The mother, Carrie, of this child, Danny, has been in contact with us both since this happened. She says that the reason they told me after all these years was because Danny wants to be involved in the lives of her two half-sisters, my bio-children. She has not asked for back child support or anything like that. But now that Danny has decided she wants nothing to do with my spouse and Carrie doesn't seem to be facilitating the relationship with my family the way she originally stated. It seems like something is amiss, but I've been lied to so many times that honestly, I just can't tell anymore. The termination of his parental rights. According to the both of them, she tried to push him into fatherhood. And when she finally realized that he had zero interest in being a dad, she had him sign away his rights and then proceeded to disappear until Danny was eight. My spouse never paid child support and was never asked to pay child support. Both of them have told me that. Then Carrie got married and Jeff adopted Danny. I can't see my spouse's original post, but judging by the comments, he made it seem like he signed his rights away so Jeff could adopt her. 
that's a lie. Danny was eight when she was adopted, not an infant. Carrie tried to contact my spouse to sign those adoption papers in 2016, but he blocked her. So she contacted my mother-in-law, who had him sign the papers, and connection ceased again. Then they disappeared again until June of 2020, when Carrie reached out to my mother-in-law because Danny wanted to connect with a paternal biological family. My mother-in-law and sister-in-law proceeded to have a two-and-a-half-year relationship with Danny through phone and video calls, sending presents and money, all the while hiding it from my spouse and lying to Carrie, telling her and Danny that my spouse knew but wanted nothing to do with them. I know this to be true, as I heard my mother-in-law admitted over the phone to my spouse while I was silent on a three-way call. My spouse had zero idea that anyone had contact with Carrie or Danny until a week after I found out about the situation. In January of 2023, Carrie delivered my in-laws an ultimatum. Either produce Danny's bio dad or they would contact me and let me know what's been happening over the past 15 years. My spouse then agreed to a video call with Danny where he promised that he would tell me and make an effort to make her part of our lives. Within hours, he had Carrie blocked and his mother and sister were so scared of their lie being discovered that they stopped talking to Danny altogether without an explanation. Fast forward to September 2023, my mother-in-law texts Danny to have a good school year and that was the straw that broke the camel's back. A few weeks later, I received the message that would change our seemingly happy life forever. Presently, he has cut off his family completely. Carrie has also cut off all communication with his mother and sister. They are toxic and it is the right decision for right now. He comes from a long line of liars and he is no different. He and I are both in therapy marriage counseling starting next week. I'm having good days and bad as expected. My oldest child will be starting private therapy as well. We haven't told her about Danny, but I don't feel right about keeping the secret and I know both of my kids have been suffering from the fighting and disruption to their normally quiet lives. I've been trying to put my pieces back together, but I'm still very shattered. I'm journaling out my feelings, but anger is present a lot. I don't know if I can ever trust him again. I don't know if I can ever trust anybody again, but I'm working on it with a lot of help from my parents, friends, and a therapist. How do I build trust again with the father of my children, even if it's just his co-parents? Now, you asked at the very end of this post, how do I build trust again with the father of my children, even if it's just his co-parents? And honestly, I don't know. Maybe that's just a me thing because I have heard of, you know, and we've read about relationships, rebuilding, trust back up, etc., etc. But I just don't think I'd be able to do it. And like I said, it's that, that might be just a me thing. And it sounds like it's only been a month since you found all this out, but it still sounds as chaotic as the first day. You said that he comes from a long line of liars and he is no different. It sounds like you're having good and bad days like you said, but your children are, are suffering from the disruption to their, their family as well. And it kind of feels like, and I don't know if this is the right thing to say or what, but it kind of feels like if this was just a co-parenting relationship rather than a marriage, things would be able to navigate much easier. And I think it's fair to say that the majority of the comments on this one were a lot of, you know, divorce, etc., etc. But there was one comment that OP responded to with a bit of a different take. They said, okay, different take than most people's here. But is your husband generally a huge liar? Or is this a particular situation just something he himself can't process emotionally and hence hid, then double down and lie to keep in the closet? I asked because I'm adopted. 
when I first got into contact with my birth mother, there was a whole mess of her having hidden the fact that she had a child she gave up for adoption from both her long-term partner, who was an awesome dude who would not have been anything but supportive and understanding, and many of her immediate family members. Same deal there. Then stalled having me meet them while she trickled truth them and flat out bullshitted me about some of the events surrounding my conception and subsequent adoption. In the end, I basically told her to tell her family or I would. She told them. I got to meet them and we pieced together the bits she hadn't been straight with any of us about. The thing here is that I've had a good relationship with her for over 15 years now and she isn't, generally speaking, a liar at all. She had a ton of complicated feelings about my birth and adoption and never really processed them. She wasn't trying to keep the truth from others. She was trying to avoid actually confronting any of it herself. She felt a ton of guilt about not wanting me and giving me up. More guilt for not wanting her parents to adopt me instead of doing a closed adoption. And I think even more guilt about not regretting her decision. This is all super common for birth parents to feel when they give up a child. And it doesn't necessarily translate to them being likely to behave the same way in another scenario. Your husband needs some professional help here. And as massively hurtful as I'm sure this has been, I don't think it automatically means he's in any way a bad person or overall an untrustworthy one. And I purely read that because OP responds to it and they said, thank you for sharing this with me. He and I have a good marriage and he's been a very supportive father and partner. I was completely shocked when I read Carrie's message because I didn't think that he could be capable of this level of deceit. He's not a terrible person, although the situation paints him as a complete monster. He's been in private therapy for a year already and continues to go every week. He has a ton of emotional issues to work through. Your perspective is so, so important for me to hear right now. I'm glad that you and your bio mum have a good relationship. Thank you again. Now, how would you react if you found yourself in OP situation? Is it something you'd be able to build that trust back up from? And look, I get it. There's lots of complicated feelings like that comment said here. I'm not going to pretend that everything is easily navigated, especially a situation like this, because it isn't. But for me, when it comes to just purely the facts of being able to trust someone that you're married to, yes, like I said, I know it's incredibly complicated, but I just for myself, I wouldn't be able to look past that again. And hearing that like the family was all in on it, the family knew about this as well, you know, come on now. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let's move on to another. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. 
For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Story from the named Evan913, who says, My girlfriend ended our relationship for a guy she met yesterday. And also just to mention, this is from the Long Distance Relationship subreddit. My 21 male girlfriend, female 22, and I've been together for three years. I'm not saying things were always good, but I'm somewhat blindsided by the way things have ended and the reasons. I try thinking back on what I did wrong and I don't really understand why things had to end this way. And I'm not sure how to feel. She just moved out of her old place and into an RV park two days ago. And during this time, she met a group of neighbors, one of which she got along with and she said was cute which made me kind of paranoid, but I figured she'd cope with it the same as she had her other crushes. Early this morning, she asked me if she left, would I still pay her rent because she doesn't have a job and I had been the one to cover all of it. I said I wouldn't and she just said, oh, okay. So I lied and said I probably would, at which point she said she was considering leaving. The reason she cited was that the night prior, she'd spent a lot of time with her new neighbors hadn't really told me she was going to do that and hadn't texted me for about seven or eight hours that she was with them, even though we had both communicated our need to the other for regular updates, if we're going to be gone for a while. I hadn't got mad and told her I wasn't asking for much, just that she talked to me and keep me in the loop, because I didn't know where she was or what she was doing or anything for that time. We talked through things and she said she wasn't considering leaving anymore and that she still wanted to move to my state and marry me in two or three months. Fast forward later that evening, when I got sensory overload from the noise of her neighbors all talking to her at once, and said I was going to hang up. I said the noise of them constantly talking was bothering me because I could hear it every time we called, whether she was talking to them outside her RV or just sitting inside it. She said she wasn't willing to go anywhere else because she liked it there and I could deal with it. She then asked me, if she left me, would I still pay for the following months of her rent, or just this one? I asked if she was planning to leave again, and she just said, answer the question. I said I would, and she ghosted me for a while when I asked her to please answer mine. I also asked her why every time I needed her lately, she seemed emotionally distant and annoyed to have to be there. When I had been there for her every time, she came to me needing anything. It feels like every time I'm in need of emotional support lately, she just tells me to deal with it myself. But when I say I'll keep it to myself initially, she berated me for not being vulnerable with her and acted like she hasn't been distant in months and I just needed to forgive her and move on when her unavailability has been an issue for a while. She texted me later that night that she thought we should break up. She said she loved me, but she doesn't think we're right for each other and neither of us are good for the other. She also said she's been talking to a cute neighbor and I later saw her Facebook page say she was in a relationship, which told me everything I needed to know. I feel betrayed and worthless because after everything I stuck with her through, everything I tried to move past and forgive, even though it hurt like hell, every single time I gave her my whole paycheck because she didn't have a job and couldn't afford anything for herself, all of it meant nothing. I'm not as upset as I probably would be several months ago because every other time she's left before coming back shortly after, I've sobbed and screamed and cried like a baby for days. And right now, I mostly just feel deeply sad and disappointed and used. Her asking if I'd pay her rent still and only telling me about her plans to leave when I said I would, it implies to me 
that she would have just stayed and cheated with him if I hadn't said I'd cover it still. It also told me that this time, if she comes back, I'll have to be strong and turn it down for the first time because this time I won't be able to ever know if it's just to get me to pay rent. I was lying when I said I'd still cover it because I knew she'd never tell me the truth otherwise. She spent some of the rent money on ordering food and she still expected me to pay back the difference today, which I'm going to ignore. Every other time she's left, I've let her come back because I thought she loved me and we could make it work. Because she'd do this big dramatic apology and blame her OCD and say she wanted to spend the rest of our lives together and whatever else. And I'd convince myself it was genuine because I obsessively wanted her to be the one. This relationship was my first serious one and she was my first time of everything. And the fact that I've experienced and grown so much of myself through this relationship makes me sick because I'll always associate my discovery of certain aspects of myself with her. At my first kiss and my first time with her, we bought rings together. I discovered my sexuality through her and I worked through and recognized a lot of my lasting issues through her and all to come out to this. Words can't describe how hurt I am that this three-year relationship that meant my world and my future and so much more to me for so long is thrown away in a day because of an argument and a cute neighbor she's known for less than half a week. Now, we can all see that this relationship is clearly over. It's full of red flags. The fact that she's telling you about her multiple crushes in itself was like, what? The, the, the multiple crushes thing. Yes, we all find different people attractive, of course, but I, I find it weird, like, you telling your partner in, a, in this long-distance relationship, oh, yeah, my, my next-door neighbor is cute. And it just sounded like... All the way through that you're being used to pay her rent and i always look at situations like this that once it's over once you're out of this this little dynamic that's going on right now you will see things a lot clearly it may take some time but you're going to see things a lot clearly i always like like i've said in other stories i always sort of picture it as you being completely surrounded by fog you can't see nothing around you but then once you step outside that relationship the fog lifts and you can see things a lot more clearly you can see a path forward and you know you might start hitting the gym you might get some new hobbies you might meet some new friends you might get another relationship down the road and things will just be a lot better for you much better than this shit you're going through right now let me tell you because that's taking the piss but the update says so this is a follow-up to yesterday's post and I'm just feeling really hopeless. My ex called me last night around 2am and I picked up. She told me she had sex with a new guy that morning and that since neither of them used protection, she thinks she might be pregnant? What? She sobbed to me for a while about how much she wanted to die because he told her he'd spend the day with her after that and he'd spent it all with a girl he used to have casual sex with. And the whole time she's telling me this, my head is spinning. Partially because I'm upset hearing the details of how she fucked the guy she left me for and how she might be pregnant with his kid. And partially because I was angry that she wanted me to comfort her about it. Eventually, her venting reached a point where she said she wished I was there. And that she still loves me. I feel my head boiling up reading this, but she hates that we're long distance. I'm not sure if she wanted there to spite him or if she wanted me there because I've always been there for her. Even when she hurt me. She said she wanted to get back together and i said yes oh come on now because i was desperate and i'm still hurting a lot and i don't know i didn't want to end things as abruptly or like this at all and i'm not sure i know i probably could never trust her again and even if she did promise it would never happen again i'd always worry and be paranoid and unsure of how she ever felt about me 
After this, she said she wanted to see how things worked out with him because they might turn out okay. I asked why she wanted to make things work with him so bad when they'd barely known each other. She already ditched her after they fucked and meanwhile, I've always been here for her for the three years we dated. Like, I've never abandoned her or tried to do any of this shit and I feel like she only wants me in her life because I'm reliable and stick around when she leaves. I finally asked her to please make up her mind and either say she wants me and loves me or leave and let me finally just move on and find someone else. And she said she was going to sleep. I stayed on call for a while and I don't know what to do anymore. I don't know if she meant it when she said she loves me or if she just comes back every time her other attempts to get with someone don't work out right. I just wish I knew why she suddenly became this person I don't recognize and why I don't matter to her anymore. Now, stick around, there's like a couple of lines of update after this because the comments were absolutely wild and just saying, you know, you need to have some self-respect here and just get yourself out of that situation. Many sort of doormat comments, many people saying, why on earth would you get back together with her? That you're being 100% used, 100% played in this situation and it needs to end. To which OP updated sometime later and says, I blocked her. I finally told her I had enough of being her second choice and that I wouldn't be paying her rent. It's over and I feel like hell, but I'll eventually be okay. And you will be okay. It may take some time, but you will be okay. This person isn't offering nothing to your life. They're using you. They're using you emotionally. Hell, they phoned you up to tell you that they slept with someone and wanted support from that because they thought that they might be pregnant after one night. This person offers nothing to your life but pain and using you financially. Things will be much better for you in the future. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Whew. Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.